0: With the sun in Gemini season, we see summer return once more, giving us another reason to learn, grow, and explore. As the full moon meets the archer, it means the end of a cycle is near. And if you make old patterns into potential, it helps your new path become clear. to light up the sky? Welcome to Magic Moon Phase. Hello and welcome back, sisters, misters, and all my witches and wizards. Welcome back to Magic Moon Phase. It's an honor and a pleasure, as always, to be here on your airwaves. My name is Kitty, your cosmic coach and your rad moonologist, and I'm looking forward to diving into the full moon in Sagittarius coming up here in a few days. Yet, before I do that, I wanted to thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for some super rad news that I wanted to share with all of you. Thank you for your support and your shares and your listens. I have reached, we have reached, as the Magic MF community, over 3,000 listens. 3K all day, all day listens. And it is fabulous news. That's why I want to share it with you. Yet also on top of that, on Tiggity top of that, we're looking at listeners in over 31 countries. Which makes my heart explode into some rainbow unicorn glitter. So there's that. I wanted to start our super rad awesome show off with that rad ass news. Boom! Shaka Laka. So full moon in Sagittarius is what we're looking at. In the middle smack dab of Gemini sun season, we have a beautiful full moon of the archer centaur Sagittarius. This moon, this full moon is also known as the strawberry moon because it is a great time to pick your berries. It's also known as the honey moon. Hey, hey. The mead moon, the rose moon, as they are also in full bloom, as well as the hot moon. Now this full moon, as all full moons are, one of celebration and release. Yet this one that we're looking at right now, right here, is also including a penumbral lunar eclipse. Now, with this lunar eclipse, all lunar eclipses, by the way, are super-duper charged. Super-duper sonic-charged, yep. Sonic the Hedgehog. Anybody play that game back in the day? Oh man, that was my jam on. Sega! So the supercharged energy with this eclipse is going to provide a really intense feeling of completion, which is awesome. Sagittarius vibes are all about finding the big picture, the big vision, the adventurer, the explorer, the Dora the explorer of the zodiac, if you will. Now the Sagittarius, the archer is also on the search for truth, on a search for honesty, on a search for integrity. So this gaining of knowledge and, and one thing, right? If we're looking at the full moon, we're looking at the, um, the energies of Gemini mixing with the energies of Sagittarius. Now with a full moon, we have these opposing energies of Gemini and Sagittarius. But if you were to ask me, just, if you were to ask me, you know, take what you want, leave the rest. I feel that Gemini and Sagittarius, even though they are opposing, are probably the most similar full moon and sun season opposing zodiac signs on the wheel. So with that being said, we we have Gemini, which is an air sign, known as the speaker. And then we have Sagittarius, which is a fire sign known as the seeker or Harry Potter. Seeker. Ha <laughs> ha. So with Gemini, we've got a really conversational, versatile, kind of a, um, a social aspect, kind of that energy that is gaining all of the perspectives and the pieces of the puzzle. Gemini in the I know mantra, Gemini knows that all people are a fragment or a piece of the puzzle. Then, and not one person knows all the things, chicken wings. And then when you mix that with Sagittarius, which is the adventurer, the explorer, the big expansive visionary... You've got this seeking energy, which is looking for truth and looking for experiences that create knowledge within the experience. So they want the mantra of I understand. So you have this mantra of I know and this mantra of I understand working together to provide a supercharged, intense way for you to see the world in a new perspective or a new light. We're looking to change Old patterns, old habits, old shit that doesn't serve us. Shit, self-hating inner talk that doesn't serve us. And in order to make magic within that, magic, making a genuine intentional change, in order to do that, we must look at the old patterns. We must point them out. And therefore, we can gain a new perspective. And therefore we can find a new position within those old patterns to turn it into potential. And that potential can therefore help us to clear away and see our new path. Oof. I love all those peas, right? Prince peas. That's what I'm saying. So this eclipse, one thing I do want you to know though, is eclipses are kind of wild cards. Little wild card actions. So when we are looking at an intense form of completion or intense vibes of completion, old patterns, things like that. You may have some unexpected things ending or completing. So I'm just throwing that down. Be aware. Awareness is power too, right? Awareness and action equal power. So the wild card eclipse is also a part of this energy that we're rocking and rolling with the full moon time to release time to celebrate time to look at the things that we were trying to bring into fruition, not just six months ago, but also within the new moon of Gemini. Also, one thing is full moons are mirrors of six months from now. So every full moon is like another six months and another six months. So look back at what, what it is that you were diggity doing back six months ago and see what has come to fruition. Just throwing that down. The six Eclipse is going to be stacked with vibrations of shifting, of transformation, of change, of breakthrough Pikachu. You have to break down to break through, right? And it's really expansive. This Sagittarius energy is super expansive, which is an exciting vibe, by the way. And it's kind of providing a vision of what's to come, um, which can be scary. You know, out in the great wide open. Into the sky so blue. Right, Tom Petty? It can be scary. It can be extremely, um, you know, uncomfortable. Stepping out of your uncomfort zone that keeps you comfortable. The fear is just of the unknown. So, fall into it with faith. The full moon of Sagittarius. We fall into the fear with faith woo Now we're on with the alliteration of Fs. Well, F, yes. Let's move on, Donkey Kong. Cool. We're working with two energies of Gemini. Or, I'm sorry, yes, we're working with two energies of Gemini, the high and the low, don't you know? Don't you know? And as well, we're working with the low and high vibes of Sagittarius. Gemini is ruled by Mercury, which is the planet of communication, and Sagittarius is ruined, ruled by Jupiter, which is the planet of growth and opportunity. So when we have those two energies working together, we have growth, opportunity, and communication. So that's really what we're looking at right now during the full moon of Sagittarius is something is going to come to an end, a completion, almost, let's see. Before I, I dive into the the energies, the high and low energies, it's almost like, have you ever been to a graduation party? Where you're eating sandwich platters and seven layer bars and stuff, and you're asking this high school senior, "Hey, what are you doing? Where are you going to college? What's your, what's your major?" Like they fucking know what their major's gonna be. There's a shift. There's a turning point in this this you know individual's life that they are going to make big decisions, and there's going to be definitely a new path from here on out, and that's kind of the intense, supercharged vibration of this completion phase of this full moon is that it's a graduation, right? Do you remember that song by Vitamin C? As we go on, we remember all the times we had together. Did I get the words right? Anyway, but this graduation vibration, ooh-wee is happening all around us, whether you want to feel it or not. Yeah. The Gemini and the Sagittarius coming together with put this penumbral lunar full moon eclipse is kind of like you're having a major path shift. It is a major time to think about what is the best that could happen with this major release. We're releasing old patterns, old ways of thinking, old belief patterns, boom, shakalaka, boom, bam. When you break the pattern, you can see potential and then you can set out on a new path. All right, so back to Gemini and SAG. Because you're working with both the high and the low energies of both of these signs during the full moon. You can either look at the ones that you have that you want to keep plugged into and be like, Yeah, man, I'm super awesome rad, and I'm going to keep rocking and rolling with this. Or you can look at the low vibes of both of these signs and be like, Yo, sister, I really need to ugh, get rid of some of this shit. Whatever it is that you want to do, be, or have, you can do, be, and have. Take what you want, leave the rest. With Gemini, your lower vibes are you know very distracted, very flighty, don't really start what they finish, uh, kind of a know-it-all, their mantra being, I know. It's like, I know, I know, I know what I should be doing. I know I need to do that. I know, I know, okay? Uh, Gossipy, really judgy, Judy, and they overthink everything, which makes them anxious. They know-it-all but they think that they know, they know, they know, and they keep everything in their head. So they overthink things. On the high vibrations of Gemini, you're looking at extremely conversative or communicative. You're looking at someone who is a social butterfly, flutter by, flutter by butterfly, extremely versatile, adaptable, um, can be really uh, almost a character, right? Can be really inspiring and fun and quirky, um, quick witted, really fun to talk to, Uh, And just curious and kind of clever, overall clever. Uh, And then on on the flip side or the opposing side of the Zodiac, you have the lower vibrations of Sagittarius are as follows. They can be extremely reckless. They can also be judgmental, but it's because they feel that they've done a lot more than you have. They are extremely aggressive in speaking their mind, potentially. They're kind of mean, kind of rude. They don't have their inner monologue is broken where they say exactly what is on their mind. Um, and they can be maybe self-righteous at times because, you know, their experiences are better than yours and they know what they're talking about. Um, in a high vibrational Sagittarius, let's go into that positive and engaging vibration. They are friendly. They are adventurous. As I mentioned, they have extremely big vision, expansive vision. They are world travelers, love travel, they make a lot of plans, and they are always on a quest for the truth, for more integrity, more honesty, and more knowledge within truth. So that's what you're looking at for these high and low vibes that we're able to plug into or disengage from. And when you put both of these energies together, if we're looking at, you know, Gemini being an air sign, Sagittarius being a fire sign, there's a lot of action. There's a lot of movement within both of those energies. And if you think about when you add air to fire, it just makes it even bigger. It makes more fire. So thinking about this, this energy of there's a completion, there is something that is ending that is abruptly ending potentially, that now is opening a brand new gateway, a brand new perspective. Yet here's a thing that I want you to be aware of within Sagittarius and Gemini. It's almost like with Gemini, you look at the past and you can't change the past, but you can change the way you feel about your past, which causes it to become a silver lining, or you become positive. With the expansion and the big vision of Sagittarius, we always have these, what if, what if, we almost play movies or visions or records from our past onto our present in this what if this happens what if that happens instead of looking at the negative what ifs and looking at the worst that could happen let's flip it during this full moon and look at it from the perspective of what is the best that can happen the fribbity flip it up buttercup and be positive on purpose with what if this happens and that happens on the better scale of things instead of the worst let's flip it into simply the best better than all the rest. Yeah, Tina, you tell him. Boom shakalaka. So mm, let's move into your altar. Okay. Let's move into altar stuff. I'm going to keep this quick. I'm going to keep this quick like Gemini. Here we go. Colors of this moon, this full moon, this full strawberry moon would be yellow. Yellow for Gemini, gold, potentially orange for the sacral chakra, and then purple. Purple would be great for Sagittarius. Crystals, of course, the clear quartz, which is the doer of all and the super positive rad awesome stone, turquoise, citrine, agate, and topaz are also fantastic for this full moon in Sagittarius. Flowers, or flower, I should say, are roses as they are in full bloom. And the trees of this season or this full moon season are oak and maple. If you are looking for any deities, gods, or goddesses that are specifically corresponding to this full moon. You could look into Apollo and Artemis. Very good for the Sagittarius sign. As well as Juno, which is where we get our month June. Persephone, the goddess of the underworld, and Isis. Uh, along with Juno, Persephone, and Isis, we're also looking at some goddesses of female empowerment energy uh, sneaking in there. Super rad, awesome. Some herbs, if you are looking for some of those to jam out with that are extremely abundant at this time in the year. are mugwort, any moss clover and parsley some animals or insects that you could uh, affiliate with this time or put on your altar would be be the bee the bee, bee uh, the butterfly flutterby or the woodpecker is also well known during the strawberry full moon if you were to do some spells on your own witches and wizards sisters and misters I would recommend any having to do with love or lust having to do with protection or fertility. If you wanted to diffuse some scents, you could rock and roll with frankincense, rose, or lavender. Any symbols to symbolize, any symbols, extra symbols on your altar, if you wanted to throw some down, would be anything that would point you to truth or honesty, a circle symbol that represents that we are all connected, or an arrow to represent that we are always shooting for truth, knowledge, and to connect with one another. So to bring it on back before we move on to some rituals, bring it on back. It's time to expand your knowledge with Sagittarius and your ability com- to communicate within Gemini. It's time for truth. It's time for positive progression and perspectives are extremely powerful. That is what Sagittarius, and energy, Sagittarius energy and Gemini energy combined are trying to tell us with this extremely active energy. As I mentioned earlier, the air and the fire signs together, it's time to slow down a little bit, slow your roll and see all the angles, right? Kind of like the the facets of a diamond, as we mentioned in Gemini sun season, it's time to stop and see all of the perspectives and try them on a little bit, right? Try on a new perspective. It's time to call in some understanding and then to release the gossip and the judgment and the lies and the drama because we all have collective patterns and we all as a collective have patterns that have potential to be released right now. Our freedom is arising. It's, it's a really good energy for freedom. Think long-term expansion and unlimited opportunity right now within this Sagittarius moon. When I think about what's coming and when I think about the unknown, I'm willing to just jump into it Because I have faith in myself. I don't question that the universe has my back always, and that it's always working behind the scenes for my best efforts and opportunities and for my abundance and your abundance for everyone's abundance. The universe works in serendipitous and mysterious ways, I say. And when I really truly put my faith and energy and light and love into knowing that to be true among all things, I do not fear the unknown. I do not fear what's coming forward because I know it's for my best and your best, Tina Turner, simply the best. Welcome back from your little musical interlude. Welcome back, freaks and geeks and all my magical peeps. It is, again, my pleasure to have you here on the Magic Moon Phase Airwaves. If you have not yet become a part of our super rad, awesome online community, we are on all the social media outlets at Magic Moon Phase, F-A-Z-E, or on Facebook, Magic M-F. You can find me, magicmf.com. Woo-wee, chickadee, let's get into some Sagittarius full moon rituals. As always, the full moon illuminates what needs to be eliminates. And this full moon in particular is illuminating, illuminating old perspectives so we can release expectations and explore a brand new path or A whole new world A dazzling place I never knew yeah. Love me some Aladdin. Never had a friend like me. Wow. All right. How about some quick rituals to get into your Sagittarius full moon energy, baby, baby. Using this eclipse energy because we are in an eclipse. In, 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 eclipse. Woo-wee. <laughs> because we are in an eclipse. I want you to stay in lay low and slow down. Because it is an unexpected wild card type of an energy, you never know what is going to happen. So I would advise to stay in, lay low and slow down. While you are doing that, maybe weeding, pruning or picking your garden. Weeding and pruning your garden, of course, to show it love and gratitude and picking what has come to fruition also with gratitude. Look at the things that you did six months ago or a year ago or during the new moon of Sagittarius or la, 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 and really see what has come to fruition, not just in your literal garden, but also in your life garden. Ooh. Using this sun energy, we've got a lot of sun energy. We have the summer solstice coming up on June 21st, which is also the new moon in Cancer, by the way. And we have a solar eclipse then and another lunar eclipse on July 5th for Capricorn. But I digress. It's time to use the sun energy to our advantage. If we are having long days, using that sun energy to cleanse our tools, cleanse ourselves, you know, really getting those good vibes, making some sun water, some Gemini water. When you drink it, maybe your throat chakra opens and you are able to say a lot more things. I mean, really putting some intention and action into what it is that you're using the sunshine for. So that's also a quick ritual that you can get into. How about charging a bowl of strawberries for goddess? goodness vibes goodness goddess vibes and and maybe use them as a sexy side dish huh Um, or offer them to whatever deity it is that you are working with at this time Uh, pick flowers and herbs to dry and use in your practice as they are abundant all around you at this time it is a great moment to pick them with gratitude with intention to use them in your practice for the future do some anxiety-reducing, present-moment-making, breath-badassery yoga jams to slow down and expand. Yas, queen. Expansion is the name of the game during this Sagittarius full moon. Make vacation plans. Sagittarius, Dora the Explorer, is all about making plans. And even though we can't really go anywhere or make super-rad-awesome plans for vacays boom bay bay's. We can always think about it. We can use our imagination, our big vision, and we can explore even where we are right now. We can explore in our living rooms, right? We make it happen. We make it happen. There's no reason and no one said I can't dream, okay? Scheming and dreaming. The next thing, the next thing you can do for a quick ritual is to do a honey spell, a honey spell. On the honeymoon, why not do a honey spell? You can leave some honey to Aphrodite or any milk or honey offering to any deity that you are working with. You can use honey to bind things to you or bind a couple together or bind things in general, right? Because they stick together and it makes it even more sweet that way. And speaking of sweet, how about a sweetening jar? Or other people call them a honey jar. If you are wanting to bind things to you or call things to you, a sweetening jar would be a great way to do it. You can make a sugar or a honey bath scrub with your honey bunny. You can use this honey to anoint your candles before doing any offerings or any type of ritual, whatever you will. Or you can also use this honey to anoint your third eye. You can also leave some honey for the fae or fairy folks if you would like to. Or you can use honey for making mead. Woo-wee, mead. I didn't know this, but apparently all you need is honey and water and fruit and yeast. And about six weeks. So making honey, honey mead or honey wine, um, but using honey during this time would be great for any spells that you may have to do. Uh, Plant native wildflowers, maybe some bee pollinator populators, maybe some butterfly bringers, any of those wildflower jam olas to show the earth that you are in love with the, the abundance and the absolute vibration and frequency that she is giving you at this moment. And your last one would be to check your expectations. Here's what I'm talking about when I mean check your expectations. Sagittarius is about seeing all experiences as growth, as a developmental or a learning opportunity. So we must release expectations of either things that we are going to do or ways that we expected our past to work out. Right? Let me say that again. We have to release expectations of how an experience should go in our mind or of how it went in order to see it as an opportunity to learn, right? It's time to look at these expectations that we're setting and maybe not telling people about as opportunities for disappointment. So the more that we speak our truth, the more that we gain truth the more that we seek out the knowledge and the perspectives of each other the more that we can release expectations from either each other or the past or the present or the future and then we can use it as an opportunity to learn and grow within the collective together boom bam yes let's dig into some deep rituals huh yeah okay then by the way, if you're listening and you're enjoying, please feel free to share this with peepsicles who need a little bit more love in their life or reach out to me at magicmf.com. I love talking to you. I have actually talked to quite a few of you and it's been flipping, flapping, frickin', fricking awesome. All right. The deep rituals. Here we go. It's time to leave your own comfort zone, said Sagittarius. And to do that, Let's start by learning something new, whether that be uh, an educational endeavor, a night class, maybe an online offering, who knows, Uh, a mentorship or a workshop, workshop, shop, anything along those lines that pushes your comfort zone and also helps you to expand into a new adventure. Mm. How about we create swimming lanes? Oh, this is one of my favorite things to do. Okay. Okay. So I have a poster board or like a, a science fair display board of sorts. And I have four long vertical lanes in it. And I start from the bottom to the top. Now we're here. And from the bottom, I talk about what I want to accomplish, right? And then step by step by step by step all the way up. But a cup of a cup is how I work. And I'll start brainstorming and think about all of the steps that I need to take to get this done, that done, you know, boom, shakalaka, boom, bam. And then at the very top, I put my goal. If you are super, super, not understanding what I'm talking about, Holla at your girl, magicmf.com. And we can talk about this because it's a super rad system and I really enjoy using it. I call it the swimming lanes. Uh, But it really does start to put things in perspective and nail it down step by step because that's how progress happens. Progress happens with positive attitude and little bits of action each and every day. Woo-wee, that's what's up. How about... Another deep ritual we can do is to write out your negative what ifs. I think I mentioned this one earlier in the podcast. Ola. Boom bola. Write out your negative what ifs and make them into positive projections. Think bigger, brighter, wider, and more abundant. What do I mean by that? Well, let me tell you, peepsicles. When you are thinking about, uh, you know, something coming to an end, if we're reaching a completion stage with this full moon, if we're releasing and, you know, completing and celebrating and all of that jazz, and it's maybe with this eclipse, there's an abrupt end, we're left with this unknown space ahead of us you know, the next leg of our journey, if you will. And when we're looking at this next leg, we can be scared shitless, which is totally okay. But instead of being like, oh my God, what if my leg gets, what if I die of dysentery? What if my leg gets chopped off by the oxen yoke? What, you know, whatever Oregon trail. What if we were to look at those what ifs and turn it into the best thing ever? What if I become queen or something along those lines? I mean, follow me here. What if something super rad, awesome, amazing happens instead of what if blah. Yeah? What if yay instead of what if blah. Let's just put it that way. Does that make sense? Okay. You look at your what ifs looking at the next phases of your life and turn those what ifs from blah into yay. Okay. And the last one that I've got for you, <clears throat> the best one, I I think, is keep a Judy Journal what's a Judy journal, kitty? Well, I'm glad you asked. A, Jude, a, a Judy journal. <laughs> Each time you are quick to judge something, okay, Judge Judy, get me? When you are quick to judge a person, a place, an experience you're having, um, quick to judge a situation, quick to judge yourself, how about you write that shit down? Because, when you write it down, you're able to see the judgment right in front of you, like black and white on paper, right? And this causes awareness to the deep-seated pattern systems and, you know, the, the habits and, and the projections from the past and all that shit. And that's when we find the awareness in which to change said patterns and habits and records and errors, ever, ever, right? So a Judy journal. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be awesome. It's not going to be fun. Yet, they work very effectively. I wouldn't be telling you if I didn't do it myself, right? I speak from experience. Take what you want, leave the rest. That's always how this is. So with all of these rituals, I hope that you found some type of an action step in which to connect to the full Sagittarius Strawberry Moon along with the Sun Gemini season. If you want a little bit more on Gemini season, please feel free to move back, move it back to the last episode that I put out about Gemini sun season and the new moon. With that, ladies, gentlemen, sisters, misters, witches, and wizards, all of my magical folks and peepsicles, thank you for keeping it real with me. Thank you so much for being a part of this magic moon phase community. I am honored And as always, it's been a pleasure to be on these airwaves explaining to you a little bit of things that you can do to plug into the cosmic energies that are going on around you. The silver linings right now that I want to really throw down for the final final of this episode are that Gemini and Sagittarius know that their power comes from perspectives, comes from people, perspectives and experiences with Gemini. We know and we find all the pieces of the puzzle. And with Sagittarius, we start to understand the big vision to put those puzzle pieces into place. Until I see you again, until I speak to you again, reach out again. My name is Kitty at MagicMF.com. I am a tarot reader. I'm an intuitive cosmic coach and a moonologist. And I absolutely adore what I do. So if you'd like to connect with me, I'd love to connect with you too. I will see you soon for the Cancer New Moon solar eclipse episode as well as the summer solstice episode so with this ladies and gentlemen sisters and misters witches and wizards i wish you light love and everything in between continue to go make some magic motherfuckers and never ever forget that you are amazing